0: Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, spiritual, mystical pot. I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us.
1: In the words of the wise wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started.
0: What's up?
1: Oh my God, you guys! So it's actually been a while since we've been in the studio. Um, we Back do in the exactly. We it's the stewed. Yeah. Sure. So Kelsey clearly has been out of practice. This bitch. We had to redo our intro. Only once, but I mean, <laughs> but, but it was that a was bad every time. So we pre-record a lot, but we like batched a few. Um, because <clears throat> sorry guys, the stoner cough happens when, at least one point in each of the episodes. You know, you've been here a while. Um, so Kelsey was on her honeymoon, um, and so we had to like batch a few. So it's actually been a while since we've been in the studio. Long story short, every time we take little studio breaks, Kelsey forgets our intro. <laughs> In one way or another, this time she cut out half of her beginning speech. She said, Welcome to Awaken Big, a mystical, like just right to the end. And I was like, Well, it's also educational, it's also high vibrational, it's also spiritual.
0: There's a lot of things. There's a lot of
1: things. But that's okay you guys. Today's episode is gonna be a long one and it's gonna be um kind amazing. of all over the place. Oh, yeah. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> she, she came back positive as fuck. Your honeymoon did you well. It's that after sex glow and it's, happy. It was a lot of sex. My pussy's very happy.
0: Hey. hey girl. <laughs> Sweet girl. Sweet <laughs> girl.
1: I fucking missed you. <laughs> So you guys, today's episode is awesome because it was multiple listeners' requests. So yes. I asked you guys on Instagram what you wanted to see. I asked you just ask me some questions or give me some video ideas. Um, we got one request that was we want to know about dealing with rejection. And then another request was dealing with friendship breakups. And what was cool was the rejection request was both romantic relationships and friendships. And then once I posted that I was gonna be doing, like me and Kelsey would be doing those episodes on my story, uh, I had people reply and be like, thank God I need this. So uh, clearly y'all need an episode on
0: rejection. We are here for you. Exactly. You ask and you shall receive the Awaken Awaken Burke. Awaken Burke! Holy fuck.
1: Funny because Burke is Kelsey's maiden name.
0: The Awaken Burks are here to help. Awaken (laughs) Burke. Oh my god, I hate that so much! Um, well anyways, we're here to drop some knowledge, and and more so just like, yeah, give you some help. Absolutely. Hopefully. Who knows? We we do our best.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We were going to start off by trying to focus on the friendship aspect first, so we're just going to let y'all know we'll do the friendship first. We'll take our ad per usual. Um, love that I'm giving you the blueprint game plan that we typically discuss so But on. now we're all on the same page. Guys, we've both been out of the studio. I was making fun of Kelsey, and now Karma is like, bitch, you stumbling too. <laughs> Eat your words. Humble yourself, wench.
0: Okay, so friendship breakups. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, yeah, I'll kind of jump in by saying like I can sit here and know that there are people who would say that I've been a bad friend like I can say that like in some story like you know like I wouldn't agree with them (laughs) yes but that's because you get me (laughs) but all I'm trying to say is like there are so many people and connections that we make in this life like not all of them are gonna go well and that's okay like it's okay that not everyone is going to be your friend. Like it's, I think that's something that like, we forget that like- It's a
1: hard one. It's it a hard is. truth.
0: And it's also like, we're going to make mistakes. I'm sure there's friends that I've done that like, you know, things happen. Um, but I think what matters is like going through it, all that you give and like allow yourself to really focus on is like love to every single person and connection that you make. I think that's kind of like the mm-hmm. key of all of it. Even if a friendship doesn't go work out, like you have to just be like, okay, well I send them love and let it go. Like, you know, like, at the at the basis of it,
1: yeah. I'm not trying to like brainwash you guys and force <laughs> you to be Buddhist, but in Buddhism, we often talk about doing as little harm as possible. Yes. So that's what that's a really good way to think about what Kelsey's explaining.
0: Right. Like, just like, it doesn't matter. Everyone just focus on the love. But like, right. Like I said, I can I can look back at my life and see some like friendship mis- missteps that I've made. Um. And the thing is that like I'm not the kind of friend everyone needs, and that's okay. So. The way you give and receive energy is uniquely yours, and everyone has their own ways. And they have—they also have their own like turn-offs of how they don't want to receive it. You know, everyone has like their likes and dislikes of being a friend. And I think like a big part of being an adult friend and like having these relationships that we're kind of—I think a lot of us, because we all a lot of our listeners and us are like around the same age group. You know, kind of like this young adulthood. Um, I think a big thing is like being able to recognize. And know what it is that you need as a friend to get and how so how you are a friend to others. And like yes. the first step to making friends is that self like self-check and seeing like, okay, but what am I as a friend? Like you can't go to a friend until you know how you friend, if that makes sense. I love this. <laughs> you cannot go to friend until you know how you friend. You must Cave friend men. first. <laughs> it's as easy as that. Cavemen <laughs> can do it. Um but it's actually not that easy, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> but like you have to figure out kind of like What your friendship puzzle is like what are these pieces that I need kind of like your love languages. Yes I
1: love this analogy because it's like if if we're making a puzzle You know how there's always different pieces of the puzzle that fit in different spots Your friends don't all have to be exactly the same as you. They don't all have to be spiritual No, they don't all have to be like able to if you drink, you know They don't have to be able to go out drinking with you. You know what I mean? Like you can have different friends for different
0: vibes Exactly, and the thing is that you have to figure out like So you kind of have like your easy friends, the friends that like you know and like you just click and then there's nothing And obviously we want all of our friendships to be that but that's just not the case So after that like you have to figure out okay well what friendships are worth my time and my energy Um, And then that's where you kind of figure out okay well like I right like Danny said like if I don't drink like okay Are you someone who can hang out with people who drink or like do you have like a like is that something that triggers you Because then you can know and like say like I cannot be a friend with just not and that doesn't mean you hate them Right! But I cannot be someone who gives energy to someone who drinks because that's something I struggle with And then you have to be open and vocalize that because if you're not vocalizing that But then you have this person who keeps asking you to go out drinking and you're like oh my god Why do they keep like I don't drink it's like but you if you haven't told them that right then like you can't expect them to be You know you have to communicate you have to know What being a friend is to you first and foremost. That's awesome. I love um, that. And then, like, to get into, like, the friendship breakups, like, a a specific breakup I'll speak to is my, like, high school childhood best friend and I had a big breakup a couple years ago and, like, haven't spoken since. Um, I don't need to get too, like, the details don't really matter other than, like, we just had grown apart, um, and that's hard, but it really does happen, and we are... Our priorities kind of changed. the place that we were in life changed our outlook on life changed and when you're at that point with a friend no matter how long you've known them if when you change like that and if it doesn't work you don't owe them anything and you're allowed to be that person that is your own person it's okay to let them go with love like I said at the beginning like I have nothing against her if we were to run into each other tomorrow I'd be like oh my god hey you like there'd be there's I have no animosity right because that's not what this is worth but it is like there are people that you have to let go. Now, on the reverse of that, when you're on the other side of it, I can't speak to how she, you know, like I can't, again, like I said, I could have, maybe in her eyes, I was terrible. I don't think I did, like, you know, right, I have to sit here, like, I didn't do anything bad. But, like, being on the other side of it is a painful thing. That's hard, like, if it's a friendship that you're not ready to let go of. But sometimes you just have to step back and realize, like, if I'm, I, you have to trust everyone for what they say at face value, and if they're saying that your friendship isn't working, that's hard, but you have to take that deep I agree. breath and let it be.
1: Well, and we have to remember, like, what is for us will not miss us. Yes. And we always say, let go of what is no longer serving your highest good to make room for what does.
0: And that's that? <laughs>
1: Seriously, and I think one. Um, so a cute little quote that I heard from pageant queen Pixie, um, who I feel like I talk about all the time, and I would love to have like her on the podcast sometime. Manifest that um, right now. Y'all help us manifest it. Anyway, um, one quote that she said that I've been obsessed with since I heard it was, rejection is protection. And she wants everyone to focus on changing your relationship with no. So basically, this whole idea is that you have to be okay with being alone. And this applies especially like, so say that it's difficult making friends, right? Um, That doesn't mean that in other areas of your life, you're fucking lacking just because in one area you don't have friends so like one of her it was just so funny listening to her speak about this she was like I have this incredible career success I manifested a large following on YouTube I was able to quit my job and now I do full-time social media she literally makes her own hours and she does constant um, vlogs on YouTube and I always watch and she genuinely wakes up like whenever she wants she gets high she works like she'll do maybe one or two calls a day with her clients and then by 2 p.m she's done she's like then I just smoke and watch movies and she and she's like married and like they just got a nice new place like and she was like yeah guys like it doesn't have to be hard I just manifested this so easily and I manifested my life partner who's my husband so easily and then she in the same breath she's like but in real life I can't make no friends and I was like hey that's the duality like it's it's Along with whatever struggle you're going through right now, and it might feel like a huge rejection, it's actually protection, it's actually redirection. So one thing that I really wanna remind you guys is, it's not good to have friends who aren't actually your friend. If you've ever seen the movie Click, they're always like, or there's, like, the famous quote. She's like, would you rather have a bunch of friends who secretly hate you or, like, be a friendless loser? And at the time, I was always like, I think I would have a bunch of friends who secretly hate me because I wouldn't know. I would just be having fun. Right. But that's so wrong right so what actually happens when you have people around you that aren't for you is they can be jealous they can speak poorly about you when you're not around and because they're so close to you they'll know about your personal desires they'll know about the things you're trying to manifest then they'll be able to low-key speak on your failure and prey on your downfall and bring those lower energies around your vortex which just in general is going to stop abundance from flowing to you because if you're keeping such a low energy around you even if you don't know it like it's just gonna lower your vibes um and girl we're gonna be honest they're fucking jealous of you okay like a lot of times a lot of times if you have an actual fucking hater anyone who actually spends time not being your friend so yes we always talk about you'll lose friends on this journey but when someone actually hates you bitch they're obsessed with you they're jealous of you they're fascinated by you and I had to check myself (laughs) um so Bella Thorne is a woman who I am fascinated by and I used to think I was like a hater I don't think I'm a hater in general but I remember thinking like yeah I kind of feel like I'm a Bella Thorne hater just because like I would almost hate stalker when I would get really high sometimes and I would ask myself like why am I doing that because she kind of bothers me she triggers me but like I'm not saying she's the most problematic human, but I'm. But she's a little problematic. She's um, interesting. She's fascinating. She's fascinating. And I thought I was, like, a hater, and then I checked myself, and I was like, actually, I'm clearly a fan. Like, <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck about me, and I spend all my time on her page, like, what is she doing? Like, she's what being so happened? weird. Look how weird she is. Like, clearly I'm a fucking fan, so, like, from personal experience, like... Genuine people who are preying on your downfall if they don't want to be your friend, but they're also being a fucking weirdo about it And a hater they're jealous, baby They're just jealous They're just jealous and some questions that I feel like you need to ask yourself too when you're like so for a lot of people This can be kind of confusing so if you're trying to make friends and you're not sure you know what I mean? And you're like the vibes can be confusing you need to genuinely ask yourself Is this specific relationship one that I'm trying to pursue because I think it's going to help me and this other person grow? Do I think we can provide not value like in a using them way, but like emotional support, um, fun times, like a person to relate to and laugh to. Like that's, you know what I mean? That's all the same. By the way, guys, I'm losing my voice. I've been, I've been realizing I've been getting kind of sick. So the more hoarse I get, just know it's actually not smoker voice. It's congestion. (laughs) This one is congestion. This one is congestion. But anyways, are you trying to be friends with them because you genuinely see um, that you guys could benefit each other and serve each other's highest purpose and just be, be a positive aspect in each other's life? Or are you, be honest, are you desperately wanting a friend because like me, maybe you're someone who has a lot of love to give and it feels so much better and you feel more balanced when you can just share experiences and give love to somebody but this really might not be your ideal friendship or relationship and you don't wanna have people around you who are not bringing the correct energy and who don't appreciate you and actually have your best interest in mind. Trust me guys, I wasn't gonna bring this up, but I'm gonna bring it up. I used to have a best friend way back when. Tell me if anybody relates to this. Did you ever have a best friend growing up who's like a childhood best friend and they were a compulsive liar, but like you guys just never talked about it. You just let it go on and then all of a sudden one day they just like fucking ghosted you. Because um, that happened to me and this bitch, not only did she ghost me, but like she made like a fake profile on Twitter to like bully me Um, and it didn't work. I'm like really not easily bullied, especially because she was saying stuff like, People think Danny's hot but she's really a lesbian and I was like how would that make me less hot? Like I feel like that would just open my doors for more hotness. Like what are you talking about? Light,
0: like like the playing field even larger. I'm exactly. Even
1: um and this was somebody who lied our entire friendship and I had so much fun with them you guys. We used to giggle like But I have to be honest, the vibes, there were were times where this person treated me like shit and I knew and accepted that I was their bitch and something weird about me like, you wouldn't believe it, because I'm just such a strong woman, but but um, I used to always be like that friend growing up who was like, I would get taken advantage of, I'd do whatever my friend wanted, I was yeah. like their little bitch, you need me to go do something for you, I'll do it, you don't want to talk to me today, you hate me today, that's fine, I'll sit, I'll sit by myself, I'll find someone else to hang out with oh, today. Yeah. Like, it was very fucked up, but it's like, a lot of us can relate to that, and oh God, yeah. take it from me, bitch, when you hang out with people like that, it really does, it affects you more than you know, because... When we stopped being friends, it was very random. I mean, it, I saw it coming because she made that page to talk shit about me on Twitter. And then everybody's phone updated them and said, your contact, blah, blah, blah.
0: Made a-
1: Just made it Twitter. My mom even got the update, you know? <gasps> so it was really hard for her to deny that. And I was just like... Bro, my dad's a cop, and he's gonna trace the IP anyway, so the person, so just letting you know, the person who made it needs to delete it, and then within five minutes, it was deleted, and I only Jesus told that Christ. bitch, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. So, it was one of those, so it was like, I saw the end of the friendship coming, but, it, but when I say it was so easy, and so, like, this happened within a week of us graduating high school, it was such a random downfall of our friendship, but it was because, ah. you know, like, leading up to it, I had lost my virginity, and then I had gotten a boyfriend, and, um, When she would get jealous, sometimes she would just, like, take it out on me by being, like, a straight bitch.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Jealousy often makes people be a bitch. Yeah.
1: and But, like, I kept this person in my life for years. And one of my—y'all know we had Mo on the podcast. Mo used to always be, like, bitch, she's mean to you. And I witness it. And, like, I don't know why you don't say shit. And I was like, oh, because she's my best friend. And she was like, I thought I was your best friend. And also, I don't treat you that way. And I was like, oh, Mo.
0: Points were made. I think we let a lot of people do a lot of things, especially like old friends, because we think that we need to hold on to those things because there's like a fear of losing like those pieces of our childhood, like.
1: Mm -hmm, But I can't even explain to you how much when when that friendship stopped, it was very easy and kind of natural, aside from the fact of like, sometimes we get addicted to what's toxic for us. And I'm not saying that this person is a, this person I don't think is a toxic human. I think our friendship was toxic. Um, because also, I didn't have boundaries at the time, so, right. like, if a bitch had a power complex, I was the perfect one to be her bitch, because
0: I did not have any self-respect. That's how, and I often never, like, I never stood up for myself, especially in friendships. Um, you know, the relationship that I spoke of, um, a big thing with her was, je- she was very jealous of, like, the attention I got from men, and, like, I don't say that on my high horse or whatever, but, like, right. something she hyper-fixated on or would, like, make a problem, and it's, like, so when someone, like... Is doing that or picking something out on, in you, and like they're supposed to be your friend. Like, yeah, that's not a, something a friend does. Like, they they're don't... just jealous of yes. you. Like, they just... i I remember she came to a party and heard me and my boyfriend fucking and then had to, like, pull me aside the next day um, and tell me how, like, inappropriate it was that she could hear me. No way.
1: I hate when people are, like, against people having sex. I'm like, tell me you don't fuck without telling me you don't fuck.
0: Exactly. And the only reason to say that was, like, you were... And, like, I'm not saying this from, like, again, a place of like anger or anything but just like yes that's what she was feeling and like you when you react like that or treat your friends like that they know what you're feeling you're acting from a place of like reaction and anger and jealousy and it's something of your from yourself that you're um, projecting onto others and you know that was a big problem with that friendship was that it was a lot of projecting her own insecurities and I had to look and realize that like I can't be friends with someone who I have to carry them through life. Absolutely. Like yeah. that's not fair to me. Because um, that, that's not serving your highest good. What is that
1: friendship bringing to the table?
0: If it's not making you feel good, then it's not a friendship. And like, obviously the breakup part of it can be hard, again, if, if you're feeling blindsided, but I think like the the healing piece of it is is that no matter what, if a relationship's ending, then it's because it's not serving you. Exactly,
1: and that doesn't mean that it was a waste of a friendship either, because we have to acknowledge you guys, that whole silly little phrase, like, oh, some people are a reason, some people are a season, like, or a lesson, or whatever the fuck. That is so real, like, you don't have to take L's unless they're lessons. Ooh, I'm such a rapper. I love
0: that. um
1: (laughs) Um, but honestly you guys like it's okay so my mom told me when I was in Oklahoma um because like you know uh if anyone has ever been to Oklahoma it's a very conservative place and around the time that I was going to school there I had a pixie cut in my hair right it was cute as fuck it was like normal as fuck as well like I was from Cincinnati where bitches had like mohawks that were rainbow colored like you can do whatever the fuck you want pretty much like um, so, going to Oklahoma, I just had normal brown hair that was short. That was it. Nothing was wild about it. It was not a unique haircut. It was very much like- Just. Just a very short pixie cut. And I did that because I had a modeling gig and they cut my hair all kinds of crazy and it was cute for the show but not for the rest of life and it was like asymmetrical so it was very hard to wear. Bold. Uh huh. Um, I had a very hard time making friends there, and I've never experienced that, um, not trying to be that bitch, but I've always, believe it or not, I've always been very popular. Um, but I no, for, not for real, I've always had a very easy time making friends because I am thirsty for friendship. Yeah. Like, it's not like because I'm like self-centered, but I, I love friends, I crave friendship, like I just yeah. love being people's friend. Um, and I'm typically pretty good at it. But these bitches didn't like me because I looked gay to them. They were like, she's a lesbian. One bitch was like, are you a dyke? Oh I was like, God. I literally was like, are, are you allowed to say that? like, I like
0: Ooh, words I've never said. Yeah. And I
1: was like, um, no. But also, I don't even know if no is the right answer because I don't want to, like, say, like, I don't want to no, give knowledge. you permission. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Um, and so it was really hard for me to make friends at first because nobody liked the way I looked because they thought I was gay for having short hair. Then I thought, ooh, if I tell them I have a boyfriend, maybe they'll like really believe that I'm not gay because I'll have proof because like there's pictures of me and that person from that time. And I was like, somebody was like. Yeah, aren't you aren't you gay? And um I was like, no, I'm not. Um I actually have a boyfriend. And at the time, this was like when I was like I'm 100% straight because like I don't know, I just didn't know much at the time. Right. So I really thought I was like 100% straight. And I was like, no, I have a boyfriend. and I would show a picture thinking this will prove it. Right. This will get me friendship. I shouldn't have to do this, but like I was really sad, guys. No one fucked with me for a, a bit. And then I would show my picture and they're like Oh, he was black. Oh, so you like black people. Like, it was just so hard for me to make friends. A bitch couldn't win. And I was like, wow. Like, if a white girl can't make it in Oklahoma just for having friends and short hair. (laughs) Um, Holy shit. Yeah, and I remember it was just not a good fit for me. I felt very, I've never, like, I wouldn't get invited to go out to parties. And me and my friend Tyree would, like, stalk people's Snapchat locations. Oh, my God. and then we would show we would get an Uber to go to the neighborhood where they were in and then we would just like see which house was bumping. And that's how we found out where the parties are. We would ask people, like, we would Snapchat them and then they'd Snapchat back and we'd be like, oh yeah, they're at a party. Cool. Like check their snap maps. Um, because we were not invited and what would we do? We would show up, drink their alcohol, pet their dogs, and leave wasted as a bitch as you should and point of that story was I had the worst time making friends I felt so alone I felt very rejected and my I remember my mom was telling me like sometimes knowing like cause I was like I feel like I just wasted this whole year like I didn't get I made friends with Tyree sure but like I didn't feel like I had that great of an experience. And my mom tried to tell me, like, hey, like, even friendships like this that don't go well, even situations, relationships, jobs that don't go well, it's equally as important to know what you don't want as it is to know what you do want. Yes, it is. And so, like, really try to remember, you guys, all of your experiences with your friendships are teaching you going forward. Like, because if you do have, like, maybe that story I shared earlier about a toxic friendship, if you're in something like that, too, moving forward, like, you can... Tell yourself oh yeah I observed that like that whole situation was shitty. I don't have to accept that going forward Right,
0: that's where you learn like what you will and will not accept how you will and will not give your energy
1: So how do we move forward doing this right? Lean more into who the fuck you are So instead of me making myself smaller in Oklahoma instead of me being like oh my god Everyone thinks that I'm a fucking lesbian. So let me be really really girly. I'm not gonna lie I did have to buy a wig because the teachers made me buy a wig for like dance rehearsals and then like the show because you can't have short hair in a show god forbid dancers have short hair um but and before anyone comes at me like oh it's theater it was normal dance numbers that had nothing to do with your hair i was an elf in one of them you tell me an elf can't have short hair (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) um anyway don't make yourself smaller lean way more into it because everybody thought I was like super weird I was like all right well if they don't like my short hair they're definitely not gonna like my nipple piercings they're definitely not gonna like my tattoos so I just accentuated that shit more I also started you know I um I'm not saying in Cincinnati I always walked around with green lipstick and green eyebrows but in Oklahoma because I had dabbled in a couple things like that before I was like yeah fuck it y'all don't like me this is who the fuck I am I love that lean more into it be more clear with who you are that way you're going to attract people who absolutely are right for you because it's no one's gonna mistake who the fuck you are your vibe's gonna be so clear so people who are attracted to that will come to you then it's up to you then you get to decide from there do I fuck with you? do I like your energy? do I not? but you don't make yourself smaller you lean into all that is you because that's how you attract exactly that you have to love yourself so fucking hard that that's the energy that you attract you know what
0: I mean? Oh my god, yes. pre
1: So let's take a quick ad.
0: Alright. Welcome back. Alright, so now we're gonna kind of talk about rejection. Um, and I think we're gonna focus a little bit more on, like, in relationships, but, like, we also like are talking about friendship rejection as well. Um, Yes. And so like, okay, first and foremost, if a romantic partner isn't giving you what you want, then you have to realize that that is not the one. um, Like not the relationship that's worth your time. Like full stop. If you're not happy, then it's not worth it. Like that's all the sign you ever need. Now, do we all always listen to that sign? No, no. I, I have plenty of times where I have ignored that. But the truth of the matter is, if you are not... If it's not what you want, if you're sitting there and you can look at that person and be like, Oh, there's 15 things I really hope that they like someday do, like learn to be, or like character things, you know, not like little things, but like... Not things that can be easily fixed with communication. Right, but like character flaws that you're like, man, I hope someday they realize that I would really love a good morning text, but like this person never texts you good morning. They're not, like that then they don't think that of you, like they're not yes, there then with they're you. not going like, to. Right. Like If, if you've
1: ever had to express what you want from them and they don't give it to you, like if they wanted to, they would. If they wanted yes. to, they would. Because if you wanted to, you would, wouldn't you? If,
0: if you're fucking with somebody and you exactly. want them to know you're fucking with them. I, okay, so long story short, I had a man that I was like madly in love with. We had worked together. We were texting for months. We would hang out every once in a while, but it was never, it was like flirty, but never like sexual, never anything like that. So like for months, I was just, he was just like, I don't want to say stringing me along, but stringing me along. Um, and then we had this big dramatic like romantic comedy type moment where I It was after our friend's wedding and I ran after him in the rain and like finally asked him to like What is this like what are we doing and he like looked at me and was like yeah, no um, And then I had to like first of all I had my like crying moment in the rain which again movie like looking back movie scene wise it was beautiful Okay, um, bitch. Can't yes. wait to write that script someday, but also, it was painful as fuck. It was the most heart. Like I had imagined me with this person forever, and I'd spent the entire those all those months being like, "Oh, I can't wait until he finally sees me the way I see him. I can't wait until like we're finally on the same page." Until and then like mm-hmm. finally him telling me that. Which okay, this is also on the men because they should tell you way before. I'm not gonna deny that they should not string us along. Yeah, there are some things that could be different. But when the rejection comes, when you have that feeling, um it does fucking suck and it sometimes feels like you're like drowning and you're like you don't know what's next because when you see yourself like with a person like that and then it's taken from you in that split second it's like holy crap i didn't even that's probably triggering as fuck right like it's it's just it's just shocking so like first and foremost let yourself feel that shock and that's okay mm-hmm. but then just like h- grab onto the fact that like but then if they don't want you then They don't, so you need to find something that's not it. Like because I promise you, there actually is someone, and
1: I'm not even trying to suck your titty when I say this, you guys, but like multiple, many people that are a much better match to you that will give you what you want.
0: And a week after this happened with this man, I met Cole, and then we fucked and then he went to Hawaii and I didn't see him for a year, but then we actually eventually got together, so. And now they're married, right? So you have to release that, you have to like, give up on, Yeah. not give up, but like, yeah. Well, detach. Detach, that's the word, yeah.
1: Um, like, oh. <laughs> like that Frozen bit it he is. said, let it go. <laughs> So also you guys this kind of goes what I was saying with about don't make yourself smaller I know sometimes when we feel rejected we can tend to retreat we can tend to be embarrassed and start to question Who we are and start to question like damn am I not likable like am I too am I doing the most like what about me is unattractive? No, no, uh uh-uh stop those thoughts. You're asking the wrong fucking questions you guys People are lucky to want to be with you. I am so serious. Once you have this mindset, it'll be insane what happens. Like, the powers you're gonna have, that you already have, that you'll tap the fuck into. I'm seeing this happen with fucking everybody. And it happened to me. Guys, I was a late bloomer with puberty. I had to watch my friends, like, all be like... I was, like, the ugly friend, like, who guys never want to talk to. I was, like, funny and, like, held their coats while they were fucking. You know what I mean? Like... That was my energy just just for just while I was before just before puberty yeah after puberty I suddenly got like so hot and then it it just like made me like immediately so much more confident Because I got to witness the difference in the way people I knew for years treated me Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, you're not shit Oh, you're like you're literally not shit. I've known you your whole life You're absolutely not shit and now you're trying to be shit in front of me because you like you want to fuck me But like
0: you're not shit Not shit
1: and guys, so if you're going for someone and it's not working, you need to aim bigger. Yes. That's what we're both getting at. Like raise your standards set clear as fuck boundaries and be very clear on your requirements for what you want you can also do this for like your friends and like your desires and your jobs, yes, but everything. really do this for your partners you guys like because you do not this life is short and you should have as much fun as you possibly can but that means have experiences to the fullest why would you settle for shitty experiences you know what I mean like you get to decide like no I'm only gonna have great sexual experiences yep. obviously I'm talking about in terms of consent like you know what I mean? mean like i'm not trying to make light of yes. any situation where it's like i know whatever you all know what i'm saying yes yes for what you can control you get to decide to only have bomb fuck experiences you guys one of my best friends just fucked for the first time i'm not gonna say lost her virginity because bitch she gave this man her v card she hand i'm i'm not kidding we'll do a story time on that sometime if you guys oh want oh god it's a
0: little um, changing story guys
1: it's People. It's fucking awesome, but you need to just really lean the fuck into yourself like I was saying about loving yourself so hard that that's what you attract, so like some affirmations, like really hype yourself up, I really recommend people like Megan Thee Stallion. she makes me feel like the yeah. most powerful woman in the world but like, even if you want to just write affirmations, like, I am a boss fucking woman, I'm about my business I'm successful, I am that bitch, I know that I'm the best, and I'm also the best partner, and anybody would be lucky to have me and I only fuck with people who hella fuck with me and only want me to Because I am too valued and too desired and too high valued and desired to give you the time of motherfucking day. Okay, I need you to be obsessed with me because that's what I give right back. You need to prove yourself to me. So when people are, like, trying to fuck with you, if y'all matched on Tinder, if you met and they hollered at you and wanted your number, like, you're not ever supposed to be asking yourself, I wonder if I'm good enough for them. I hope they like me. You're looking at their resume, you're asking yourself, are they worthy of this job of being with me? Because, honestly, like, bitch, you're in in control. You're in charge.
0: It's your life.
1: It's your your fucking life. And if people can't see that, like then fuck them honestly like with love like they're it's really their loss and like people so i really wanted to address this you guys i get a ton of i have a ton of friends in la right and i've had some friends that have lived there for years some friends that have lived there their whole life and then a couple friends that have just moved there recently and all of them have something in common they have a very hard time making and maintaining relationships whether it be with friends or romantically they have a very hard time with friendships and relationships in LA because the the energy there, I guess the people, it's kind of wishy-washy, it's kind of sketchy sometimes, it's people aren't really always honest or truthful, they might have ulterior motives, and I'm not trying to judge LA as a place, I am speaking from experience of what many of my friends have told me, and they don't even all know each other, like, these yeah. are people who don't, they don't talk to each other, they don't even follow each other on social media, like, you know what I mean? And. Um, one of my friends Charlie Hart y'all should check out her music on her Instagram She posted uh, she like wrote a song and she's playing it on piano and singing it about how she's LA She's a very beautiful voice She was singing about how hard it is to live in LA because it's really hard to figure out who really wants to be your friend Who might just be using you some people do just get bored and just fuck around with people and like yeah sometimes they get people's hopes up sometimes they I don't know always what their motive is. I know that like you know, I can't speak for like men, but I can speak for my experience. But when I was still like before I met Isaiah, and I was like really done with men because a lot of them were playing fucking games.
0: Like oh my god, yeah. I mean, I I've been open about my past. Um, like I had a lot of I had a lot of fun on Tinder, um, but it was also a lot of times of guys texting me as having a great date, me putting out and then like never hearing from like it, yeah. right. it happens a lot and it's um, something that you I think when you enter that world of dating uh, kind of have to be okay with like it's the choice that you like it's whatever. However, it reflects nothing on you but everything on that person. Like Mm -hmm. I I agree it means not like you like I don't regret any of the sex I had no but I will be like oh but that person or someone like that it would never is never again getting my energy like there's no like absolutely it's not on you you have to be able to recognize it as that's them that sucks for them
1: I like how you said too like it's just kind of one of the things you have to know as a possibility because like then maybe really consider working on not saying then don't participate I don't ever want to Um, I think it's really important for people to experience as much consensual sex as they want. It's extremely liberating and it's something that, like, honestly, we're really repressed from and we're not supposed to hide. So that's fucking awesome. Do it as much as you want, but do the work on yourself first where you're not going to get insecure, where you're not going to start questioning, is it you? Is it you? Because it's never you, babe. It's literally never you. And if you are tired of these games, like, what you really can do is start demanding more. Like, you can always raise your standards, set boundaries, like, I know like you, uh, the people that requested this, the, this episode, y'all are hot as fuck women. Okay. And I know that y'all have hella DMs of people that say, Oh, I would do anything for y'all. Give me a chance. You know, yeah, let me yeah. ride my face type <laughs> shit. Like you guys, you know, they will do anything for you. And here's the thing. You don't have to answer to any of them. Like, right. It's so it's like, yes, you do have like technically 50 options and you don't need any because you know how easy it is to get 50 more. You just yep. you like you easily manifest it when you step into your power and your confidence.
0: And then the one that's worth it or the whatever, if you want 50, like then those whatever you want will come to you.
1: Yes, because as soon we always talk about detaching and as soon as you detach from it, you can do this by setting boundaries and requiring a certain standard and a certain level that's gonna make you even more attractive because then it's gonna be like oh damn she's not letting anybody fuck well I'll prove myself I'll prove that I'm worthy how do I prove that oh I have to prove to like to her that I'm worth it that I'm actually a person of morals then that makes people have to work harder because you demand respect like it sets a whole new level and a whole new precedence for your dating game you know what I mean that's That's how I feel about it
0: that's how I feel about it
1: well, guys, um, huh. I've said a mouthful today. Yeah, um, that was I, fun. That was really fun. I'm glad we got to talk about this because it's something that like we have so many opinions on. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? I hope That's this so helped funny. for everybody who sent the request in. Um, just know that we love you guys. You can message any- message anytime, especially if you want us to elaborate on anything that we brought up. Yes um keep sending in your questions please keep leaving reviews it helps us so much you guys we got um we were top charting again last week um thank you it's because of you guys we love you we love you so much stay high bye